Vegas, always go for the throat. Buy low, sell high. Fear, that's the other guy's problem. Biz Talk Radio is proud to bring you... Investor's Edge with Gary Kulpbaum. Straight talk about you and your money. You can reach Gary now at 877-747-EDGE. That's 877-747-3343. Here is your host, Gary Kulpbaum. And welcome once again to Investor's Edge. I'm Gary Kulpbaum, your host. Hey, thanks for being with us today. Glad you are here, ladies and gentlemen. Happy that you are listening. It is uh, Tuesday, uh, September 10th. Uh, 2019, and we are here to talk everything, you, the economy, the markets, all points in between. We will do it all, but let me start out by saying, since everybody else is going to be talking 9-11 tomorrow because it's 9-11, I want to bring up 9-11 today. Um, They say time makes people less remember. Uh, 18 years ago tomorrow, uh, one of the most heinous acts uh, ever, if not the most, was perpetrated on uh, this great country of ours. Um, I remember where I was. I was in the Seaside Building, and actually I don't even know what the name of the building was at that time in Orlando, Florida, in my offices. Uh, It was a normal morning. It was a beautiful day in Orlando, and they panned to the World Trade Center. And they were not sure what it was. Uh, Somebody finally said it was an airplane. Jim Cramer comes on and says, my sources tell me it's a small airplane and there's nothing to worry about. Now, I'm not saying that to put them down. I'm just telling you, I remember it like it's yesterday. I looked at it and I realized this was a big jet because I have been to the World Trade Center on, on a bunch of occasions. And I was like, how did a jet fly into the World Trade Center. And we were running around the office, and I lo- we're looking at people, and we're back and forth. Could somebody have flown an airplane into a jumbo jet into the on purpose into the World Trade Center? And um, before we knew it, we saw the next one, and, and we knew exactly what was going on. I, was, I knew what I was standing. I knew the TV I was watching. And... Uh, All heck broke loose in that we were watching three different channels at once. We knew it was terrorism. Then all of a sudden we heard about a third and a fourth. The one in Shanksville, Pennsylvania, supposedly was going at the White House or the Capitol. Uh, The Pentagon hit. There was worry about three or four others. There was talk about shooting airplanes out of the sky. And the markets were closed. And we stayed till about one o'clock when I drove home. Uh, My kids were in, uh, let's see, I'm trying to think at what time that was. One of my kids was in school. The other one was only five or six. And got home and just slowly but surely things unwound and we found out what was going on. And uh, unfortunately, 18 years later, a lot of people don't even think about it. There are still morons out there that say the United States government did it. We can't forget, just so you know. There's still plenty out there that would love to do it again. It is a testament to our security apparatus that it's never re- happened again, though there, on occasion we have stopped uh, some bad guys. Uh, so kudos to them. Let's just not forget. The amazing part about this is 
These people wanted to kill Americans. They killed Muslims, Germans, Italians. Every race, creed, or color was murdered during this. And of course, 18 years later, people are still dying in that uh, the toxic chemicals from helping out down there uh, in, in the weeks after. I believe it was a year later, I had the privilege. They asked me to do one of Neil Cavuto's shows overseeing the World Trade Center. We were in another building looking down, and I will never forget that day that they asked me to do that. So I just let you know that 3,000 some odd people died. Never forget it. Know that when you're at security at the airport, maybe it's taken some time. First off, get TSA pre or clear or global entry, and you don't have to worry about that. But the next time that happens, realize they're there to keep you safe. And, and again, there are bad people out there. Let's just never forget the, those that were affected, and there were many. Uh, a gentleman that I knew, at the time I was uh, writing for TradingMarkets.com, I think his name was Tony Saliba. Three weeks, we were scheduled to do a Las Vegas convention trading markets, and we canceled it to like three weeks later. We met out there. Uh, Tony Saliba uh, was right there and was covered in whatever he was covered in from that. And, he's always, and he always kept the suit and whatever clothes he was wearing. He was covered as the buildings came down. I can't imagine being a part of that. Anyway, I just wanted to bring that up today because everybody's going to be talking about it tomorrow. Uh, we just cannot forget what these people try to do. And that's why I was so pissed off at this administration for wanting to bring the Taliban to uh, Camp David just days before uh, 9-11. Uh, are they just a bunch of schmucks at this administration? Uh, I don't know what the hell is the matter with them that they were going to do. The Taliban was was they planned this crap out. We're, 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 and I understand you got to talk to your enemy, and it's not the first time that's ever happened before talking to our enemy, and it'll happen again in the future, but you want to bring them to Camp David into the United States right before 9-11. you got to be insane. I, I, the, the White House apparatus is so screwed up. I don't know if you know this. They had poll numbers come out, and uh, on, on the president and the economy and all that, his numbers are like we're in a depression. And that is because all this other stuff, this just the utter moronic, imbecilic decision-making. Uh, now we're going to have three days on John Bolton, whether he was fired or whether he resigned. He, uh, The president spent a day with a war of words with Deborah Messing, an actress, and I don't even know the other woman's name. I think her first name is Chrissy. She's the wife of John Legend, and he's going back and forth with her and tweeting. Uh, you know, if they called me to run the White House apparatus, none of this would happen. Andy, listen to me, of course. None of this would happen. His poll numbers would be in the 60s. But that ain't happening, and he's not going to listen to anybody. Anyway, I just wanted to bring up the 9-11 thing. And if you haven't had a chance... I don't know if they're going to do it again, but you can go online and watch it. There's the whole day, I believe probably online, of exactly everything that went on that day. Uh, I think NBC did it uh, last year. I'm not sure who else. I, I watched Foxes also. I think it was John Scott covering it at the time. And uh, man, oh man. I remember I did, when I went to Vegas three weeks later, I was scared of flying. 
and I told my wife, I, prom- I, I was sitting in the front, I promised my wife that I would not let somebody take the plane down. I had to promise her that if anybody jumped to the front, I would just knock his ass so quick your head would spin. Hopefully they weren't too big. These are the things I remember at that time. Excuse me for the uh, little expletives, but I don't think anybody's going to shoot me on that today uh, discussing uh, 9-11. All right, so we uh, segue. (sighs) I've been in every kind of market. I've been in crashes. I've been in uh, flash crashes. I've been in uh, 2008. I've been through uh, uh, 2000. I've been through central bank intervention. I've been through major gaps to the upside and downside. And every now and then you get something new. And you may not know it because the Dow really hasn't moved in the last two days, as well as other areas, but we got something new in the last couple of days. Wait till you hear. That's up next on this, the one and only Investor's Edge. It's time to switch on the integrator units and get the brain cells working. You're listening to... Hey, this promises to be fun. Investor's Edge. The last bastion of quality programming. With Gary Kultbaum. It doesn't get better than this. And welcome once again to Investor's Edge. Uh, Thanks for being with us today. So I believe yesterday on this show, I told you about this meltdown in growth, a meltdown in growth yesterday, and major indices didn't budge. Well, major indices were budging a little bit today, but not much. And you wouldn't know it when I give you the final numbers, but there was another meltdown in growth today. And when I mean a meltdown, a ton of growth names crashed, a ton of them. We're not talking five or 10, a ton of growth names crashed in the past two days. And not only that, a ton of other things had meltdowns, other things, uh, like um, the exchanges, uh, like some restaurants, like some, well, I'm going to go through them and, and you'll get an understanding. So before I even go into the market wrap, let me tell you today, are you ready? And this is on top of yesterday. Uh, today, uh, Chipotle, a leading growth restaurant name, uh, down $52. Uh, now, it is an $800 stock that's still a big drop and gave back the last six weeks of gains, maybe seven weeks. But it's only one name. Uh, Mercado Libre, down another 21 today, which uh, brings it to a 48 in two days. Shopify, Pretty much the number one growth name. Pretty much the number one growth name coming into the week. Was down another 21 today and is down 43 bucks this week. 11% in two days. Let me continue. Stock called EPAM. EPAM Systems. Down 17 today to 176. It's been a leading growth name. You know, down about 9% today. Paycom. Simple P-A-Y-C. A A leading name. Down 17 today to 211. O and down 38 in two days. 15%, a leading growth name. Uh, bear with me. How about leader uh, universal display, OLED? Leading growth name. Down 21 today to 190, but it's down 34 in two days. 15%. Oh, but, you know, HubSpot, 
H-U-B-S, was a leading growth name, down 20 bucks this week, 11% to 168. You think I'm near done? Roku, big leader, uh, down 25 this week, 15%. Down 17 today. Well, there is a story behind that. Apple is coming out with 499 Apple TV. But it was still down 15%. Oh, but I'm not done. MasterCard, stalwart MasterCard. Down 11 today. But in two days, it's down 19. 7% Visa is down 5% in two days. Oh, but I'm not done. Why would I be done? Intuit, down 7% in two days, down 20 bucks, 267. By the way, a lot of chart breaks. What's a chart break? Break in the 50-day heavy volume or even worse. But I'm not done. Ring Central, symbol RNG, a leading growth name. Uh, down 9% this week. It was down 75 today. It was down 4 yesterday. Uh, but, but I'm not done. I, I'm, I, I'm not even close to done. And that's the amazing part of all this. I'm not even close to done because you also have Motorola Solutions, MSI, down 7 today to 164. Down almost 11 on the week, 6%. But I'm not done. At all. Because AYX, simple AYX, it's called AlterX. Down 26 today, this week. Down 19%. It was in a new high coming into the week. The strongest name in software is down 26 bucks this week. Uh, but I'm not done. May I? Trade Desk, down 23 this week. Down 10, 10%. You know? Okta, down 11, 12% this week. Down 14 bucks. Paylocity, down 11%. PCTY. You know? Just letting you know. I can go on, and guess what? I will. But everything else is five, six, seven percent, eight percent. All that's been going on. Ah, uh, you know, symbol team Atlassian, that's down eight percent. Symbol CDW, down six percent in two days. By the way, while that's going on, the Dow in the two days up 111 points. Granted, the Nasdaq's down 19, but a ye omen's job. S&P's flat. But we're just letting you know you have a massive crack in the growth names. Notwithstanding what happened at the close today, because they bounced them up a wee bit. Did I tell you about IAC Interactive down 6%? Or Match.com down 7%? By the way, these have been the, some of the strongest names that got over-owned, over-loved, and all that fun stuff. Oh, let's look at service now. Oh, that was only down 4%, but that would already hit from 300 down to 250 Anyway, they're your growth names. We think they're done. We think they're done. We think rallies are sellable, and they're very stretched and extended to the downside, and they can rally from here. But next, the other side. An amazing other side. I'm Gary. This is the one only investor's ed. America is talking. Investor's Edge. You gotta be pleased with that. The crowd is just on its feet here. He's a Cinderella boy. With Gary Coltbaum. Comes highly recommended. You're gonna feel better if you talk to him. So, by the way, I could have done another hundred names. And on my non kind of NASDAQ growth list. I took 90 names off the, my, my list today. They all broke. Symbols like uh, CTAS, 
Accenture, Waste Management, McDonald's, slash through the 50-day on heavy volume today. They're blaming Wednesday. Wendy's, I guess they're going to do, Wendy's is going to do um, breakfast. Sintas, C-T-A-S. But we told you yesterday there has been vicious rotation uh, going on. Vicious rotation. And throughout the day today, most a lot of the day, the Dow was down 30 or 40 and the NASDAQ was down 40 to 50. Well, the market wrap is brought to you by investment-models.com. That's Jim Rohrbeck, one of the great market timers. No gray areas with the man. You're either in or out of the market. What is proprietary indicators? Go check it out. Investment-models.com. Now, I told you uh, all day the Dow was like 40. NASDAQ was 50. Now, let me just give you an example what happened at the end of the day. And, and look, we don't rationalize. We just tell you. The Dow, in the last four minutes went up mm, 72 points in the last four minutes, 72, to finish up 73 points on the day. So you got this whole day of nothing going on, the Dow holding up much better than the NASDAQ, and then 70 points in four minutes. 72 of the 73 in four minutes. By the way, I'm not making it up. The NASDAQ, which only finished down three in the last four minutes, went up 22 points. And in one of those minute bars, went up 13. And the NASDAQ at one point today was down, uh, let me get my numbers correct. At one point today was down 80, 80. But what came back at the end of the day is Apple had their little meeting today, another iPhone, another iPad, another iWatch. They announced Apple TV at $4.99, which hit Disney, which hit Roku, which hit Netflix. And I guess I think it's a smart move undercutting them. And they're going to have to decide what they're going to do on price. So Apple turned up, some of the Apple suppliers turned up, the semiconductors, which were down like 15, finished up six. And some of these growth names I mentioned that was still down five or six today were down 11 or 12 during the day. So the last four minutes, by the way, did I say Mongod, MDB was down 9% this week? Okay, I just did. But that's not all the story. Big money flows, and I mentioned this yesterday. We just went to 1.7 on the 10-year. We were just at 1.46. And when the long bond yield goes up, it, it creates a better spread for the financials. So in the Dow, Goldman Sachs up 360, JP Morgan up a buck 50. That helped today. And all the financials had another very good day throughout the day, even when the NASDAQ was at, it, at its worst. So when you have a chance, go look at what the, like the KRE has done this week. It's the regional banks, up 5% this week. The XLF is up eh, 2%. We'll take it. Now, they're not leadership, but certainly this, this big time helps. On top of that, we mentioned the oils. So you've got a good week. The oil services, OIH, is up 7% this week. Keep in mind, and you know, just to let you know, it's down like 80% in the last four years, five years. But found a low. And I got news for you through the last five years. It found a low a few times and then made lower lows. So maybe this is the end of the downside or maybe it's just a rally. I don't know. Beats the heck out of me. But money flows into the oils. Money's flowing into the transports. 
off of the higher rates may be indicating the economy's not going into the crapper. So the weak transports have been coming on now off of this. And now the small caps, the IWM, go take a look. The Russell is trying to come on now. The Russell this week is up 2.6%. And leave no doubt, the Russell is more of a value play because it's what value has been winning the week while growth has just been absolutely slaughtered. And, you know, they have this thing called the uh, IBD, Investors Business Daily 50. They have the, their top 50 growth names. It's down 5.7% this week and had a pretty big breakdown overall. So this tells you about the week. Other air commodities uh, definitely having a better week too. So definite changing of the guard this second. And I must tell you, if you would have made me a bet at 1 o'clock today when the Dow was down 30, NASDAQ was down 50 on whether the Dow would finish up 70 and the NASDAQ down three, I would have told you the opposite. I would have told you the opposite. That's why I'm not a day trader, by the way. So whatever happened today, good news at the close. The big four indices stay range bound, but better than the small in the mid. Small in the mid are playing a little catch up this week, along with the transports, along with the financials, along with the oils, along with the commodities. These are the areas we've been telling you have been dead slash comatose. So the question is, so is this money coming from one? I don't know who's doing what. I just know what's what. In the Dow today, Boeing was up 10 and change. I must tell you, I really didn't see any news on Boeing that would make it go up 10 and change. In fact, I've only seen not so great news on Boeing. Now, there's been some better trade talk, but, you know, we've been hearing that crap for 15 15 months now. Technically, Boeing, that 350 to 370 area now, now looks like a first handle off the lows. In other words, you go up and then you sit kind of tightly for three weeks, and it looks like it wants to go higher from here. Simple as that. And again, I didn't see any news, uh, but Boeing is the fit. Oh, you know what I did? My bad. Somebody said the stock could go to 500 bucks, an analyst. That's right. When I first woke up at 530 in the morning, that's what I saw. So somebody said something. And they did have something about orders and deliveries. They weren't so good. So maybe an analyst won the day. Also in the Dow today. Apple up two and a half, but American Express down 260. Disney down three. I told you the news on Apple TV uh, and, you know, the streaming crap. Uh, Goldman Sachs up three. IBM up IBM up two. Johnson & Johnson two. I mentioned J.P. Morgan three. I'm up almost three. Uh, United Health one. V- Verizon and Walgreens one. And again, on the downside, Microsoft still around the 50-day one and a half. Merck one and three quarters. Pockton Gamble, two and a quarter. This is down. Travelers, 2.30. And the big down was McDonald's, seven and a half. Wendy's is going to do something called the Baconator. No, I'm not making this up. It's going to constrict your arteries and give you a heart attack, but Wendy's is going breakfast. And McDonald's lost $6 billion in market cap off of that news. Beats the heck out of me why. Um, So, changing of the guard, value, uh, areas that have been dead, It's been going on big time for two days. I don't know how long it lasts, how far it goes. But as I said to myself today, they better keep rallying the Dow. Because these growth names, as I scanned, big gross. All of them breaking the 50, a bunch of them breaking the 200, volume heavy. 
up next. Yeah, this, that, and the other thing, or whatever else. This is the one that only investors have. You're listening to. What are we waiting for? Well, what are you waiting for? One, two, ready, go. Action! Investors Edge. With Gary Kaltbach. Welcome once again to Investor's Edge. Now, when we look at charts, we look at them on a daily basis, but we look at them on a weekly basis. And as I mentioned to you, um, you got 6, 7, 8, 9, 10 to 15% drops in growth this week. And by the way, they were down last week too. Um, so maybe they can rally up this week and make things look better. I don't know. All I know is very good day today considering the last four minutes, you know, they talk about algorithms and all that crap. Somebody pushed the button with four minutes to go today and did one of those buy programs. So you blame the algos on the downside. No, they do it on the upside also. Now, I've yet to scan. I can't wait to scan this thing tonight. I know what I'm going to find, but I can't wait to scan this thing tonight. Anyway, uh, in the news, uh, I was coach of the week in my uh, fantasy football league by a mile. What a team I have. Now, let's hope it continues. And I have Antonio Brown, and he doesn't play till this week. But it's a long season. Do you want me to tell you the name of my team? Okay, and I want to, let's see. Um, the letter between E and G, you got that? The letter between E and G, the letter, and Bernie Sanders. That's the name of my team. I'm just letting you know. I don't like con artists. He's not comedic. He's not funny. He's a con artist. I'm going to get more of that Thursday night when the 10 of them go up and try to outdo themselves. By the way, I'm actually talking to you people that love these socialists. Okay? You know, the ones that are calling Trump a dictator and a fascist. Just when you have a chance, when you listen to them on Thursday, you are going to hear how much they control they want of every aspect of the economy how much money they want out of your wallets, how much decision-making they want to take out of your hands, how much they want to decide on everything going forward and what industries they're going to run from top to bottom. That's what Thursday you're going to get. And one's worse than the other. Oh, my bad. And how much free stuff they're going to give out. But remember, the big gigantic lie is that it's free. Nothing is free. And when you hear Bernie Sanders state, you're not going to have any deductibles, no premiums. You got that? No deductibles, no premiums, no charges. I want you to think of the logic. Because when 7-Eleven had the free Slurpee day, they ran out of Slurpees at least in the 7-Elevens that are in downtown Orlando, very early as the lines were backed up. So I want to let you know, for you people out there that love these people, let me explain. No premiums, no deductibles, and no payments. Everybody knowing that anything you do medically, no premiums, no deductible, no payments. What do you think people are going to do? Sore ankle. Instead of icing it, doctor. 
emergency room. A cold emergency room. You get my point? There are massive shortages of people in areas that are doing this around the globe and massive gargantuan wait times in these places around the globe. Don't believe me. I want you to go read up about the NHS in the United Kingdom, the National Health Services. Go read up about Canada. I know we keep hearing about Canada. I speak to people that live there. Inordinate amount of wait times. And of course, taxes are gargantuan in a lot of these places. Nothing is free. Because if you go visit the doctor for, and it's free, who is he getting paid by? Your taxes. When you see the nurse, your taxes. When you go to the emergency room, the clinic, your taxes. When you get surgery, your taxes. They are going to fly to the moon. And just remember the other part. Name one freaking government program that has come on budget and on time. Amazingly, I'll hand it to Bernie Sanders for telling us it's going to cost $30 trillion over 10 years. But that just means $60 trillion. You do realize that. Go look up the big dig. I'm not even going to tell you what it is. Go on Google and look up the big dig and tell me about being on time and costs. So these people are economically illiterate have no clue, have never run businesses before, and are telling everybody who's running the businesses that they suck and they're corrupt. Now, let me tell you exactly where all this happened. Venezuela. Venezuela, Chavez and then Maduro took over electronic stores, supermarkets, auto dealerships, the oil companies. They have more oil reserves than anybody in this world, Venezuela, and they don't know how to get it the hell out to, to do. Why? Because they have morons running the joint. Guess what? The 10 people out there that tell you they're going to run all these industries are morons. More on that tomorrow. Have a great evening. Drive carefully. When you get home, do like we do. Simple. Make sure you hug your children. Nighty night all. This clean edit of Investor's Edge created by Stu Lander. Follow me at twitter.com slash s-t-o-o-l-a-n-d-e-r.